What is up, you guys? Kurt here. Welcome to the podcast. Before I start today's special episode, I wanted to take some time to actually thank all the people who have been supporting me over the past months and also those people who bothered to send me feedback, which is truly appreciated. I am forever grateful to those people who have been supporting me, clients especially, a big shout out to them and all the people who have sent me direct messages, whether it's about the podcast, whether it's about Instagram, Facebook, wherever I am posting, all the social media platforms I am on. So thank you very much. I know time is precious and uh, that is why I am eternally grateful for what you're doing and I'm really, really, really happy for, for all the feedback that you've given me. Until this present moment, literally before I started recording this, this episode, um, I checked Anchor, which is the main platform where I upload my podcast and I was surprised to see 400 plays from all over the world, including America, Czech Republic, Malta, Spain, New Zealand, Sweden, so everybody from these countries, thank you very much, whether you are listening to the podcast yourself or you are annoyed by the knowledge, so you just give it to someone else, but whatever you're doing, it's working, so keep it up, thank you very much, and <laughs> I truly, truly appreciate. So today's episode, for those who are familiar with the title, The 12 Rules for Exercise, it's a very special one for me, and uh, allow me to, to explain why. Hopefully I don't go on a tangent about this. It's inspired by what I call my internet dad. His name is Jordan B. Peterson. I'm pretty sure most of you know who he is. If you don't, please do yourself a favor and check him out. The reason is that he's a, he's a psychologist, he's a clinical psychotherapist, and uh, he's very, very, very helpful. He's an inspirational figure for me. I don't want to sound like a fanboy. I'm not, because there are some things that he says that I don't agree with, which is perfectly fine. And uh, even, for example, his daughter, Michaela Peterson, she has a really good podcast. There, are, Again, there are many things I personally don't agree with, but you cannot not respect these uh, the Petersons because they give so much value, so much knowledge, which everybody in every situation can learn. So I know it's a long shot. Jordan, if you ever hear this podcast, this episode, thank you very much for helping people like me. I think 12 Rules for Life as a book was one of uh, the most inspirational books I ever read. And that is where this episode came from. So I love psychology. I love to read psychology. I uh, both psychology and philosophy, because I do believe that they go hand in hand. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I do love reading psychology, human behavior, and I have a passion for fitness. So when I was doing my cardio, I was listening to my internet uncle, funnily enough. You guys, you guys are thinking like, how many flipping family members does he have online? <laughs> Actually, I have an internet family. My internet uncle is called Jocko Willink. He's, uh, he's a flipping amazing dude. I listen to his podcast quite often. I, I, I'm not going to say daily, but very, very often. And uh, 
yeah, Jordan Peterson and Jocko Willing, they do have podcast episodes together. So I do recommend that you guys check them out. They have three episodes. They're really, really good. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what they're about because I don't want to spoil it for you. So go and check them out. Highly recommend it. Again, if Jocko or Jordan ever hear this episode, it's a big shot. It's a long shot. But, you know, the beauty of internet nowadays, you never know. So thank you very much for being huge inspirational figures in my life. So without further ado, let's begin 12 rules for exercise. So as I said, this episode is inspired by the book 12 Rules for Life, where Jordan Peterson sets out 12 rules that people should, let's say, abide to in order to live a better life. And I decided to grab my passion, that is fitness and health, and make 12 rules for exercise. Now, do you always have to follow them? No. But it's highly recommended from my experience, from my research, from my time studying, that these rules, they will actually help you. They will make your performance better. And uh, you will also feel better at the end of the day. And that's the most important thing. Good. So for all those who read the book, you're gonna, you're gonna see a lot of similarities. So hopefully you find this entertaining. Hopefully you find this helpful absorb the knowledge and let me know what you think. As always, you can DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is Kurt Shibi, K-U-R-T-X-I-B-I. As I said, I appreciate the feedback. And if you are listening to me, just say, tell me what you think. Tell me what the hell you think about the episodes. Why not? So let's start. 12 rules for exercise. What is my first rule? Rule number one, stand up straight shoulders back and fix your posture. Nowadays, we live a sedentary lifestyle. So physiotherapists, that's why they have a job because posture issues are so problematic. It's very common for people to have kyphosis. It's very common for people to have rounded shoulders. This is all caused by many issues. However, the main culprit is poor posture, okay? So uh, taking this in an exercise perspective, when I walk into a gym, I always see people doing bench press, pressing, whether it's shoulder pressing, whether it's chest pressing, whatever, pressing, pressing, pressing. And unfortunately, we tend, or rather those people, majority of people tend to forget to train their back which is essential for a good posture. So guys, do that. Please train your back, okay? The back exercises, big back exercises like deadlifts, like pull downs, pull ups, whatever trains your back, rows, 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 very, very important. They strengthen your posture, okay? All these exercises will give you an open posture. You will pull automatically your shoulders back and stand up straight, okay? And they will give you a nice posture. It's very important to stick to basics. So don't do the fluffy exercises you see on the internet. Stick to the basics. Deadlifts, a pull-up, and a row, and you'll be fine. Do that multiple times a week, and you will be good to go, okay? If you have issues with your posture, please check with a physio. 
don't try to fix things yourself because probably you'll end up fucking it up even more. So get a posture analysis from a physio. It's not going to be expensive. And even if it was, it's worth it. It's worth it because it will help you in every aspect of your life. Now, a good posture, as I said, I don't want this episode to be purely physical. So um, a good posture is not just for the physical purpose of it. A good posture also has mental benefits, okay? So when you stand up straight with your shoulders back and you have a good posture, you're gonna feel more confident. This is what we call the confidence and competence pose, or rather rather than pose, let's call it posture. Think of a fighter. Think of somebody who wins. A winner will always walk with his head up, shoulders back, and chest open, okay? These are all signs of victory you will automatically look bigger. You will automatically, people will look at you. When you have good posture, when you fix your posture, you're going to be more open, okay? You're like open to, to the world versus somebody who just lost a fight, for example, somebody who is a quote-unquote loser. They're always going to be hunched forward, crunched over. So automatically this posture makes you look smaller. So it's not just physical. It's also the psychological part of things. And Apart from that, hormones are also affected. The better posture you have, the better you're going to look. So if you look better, you're going to feel better. And the better you feel, the level of serotonin is going to go up. As you can see, it's like a domino effect. It's If something is good, it's going to lead to other good things. Okay, And you're going to have a nice circle. You're going to have better posture. You're going to look better. As a result, you're going to feel better. And by feeling better, your level of serotonin is going to go up. If you stand up straight, you are more likely to feel happier. So think about that. It's not just, oh, look, Kurt is telling us to do deadlifts because it will make my back straighter. No, it's also the psychological part of things. Because what's the point of having a healthy physique and a weak mindset? It's not good. It's not good. So ideally, you train both at the same time. So stand up straight, shoulders back, and fix your posture. As I always say, exercise and hormones, they go hand in hand. And trust me, you don't want to be the guy or girl who is hunched over and you actually start calcifying that way. You don't want to be in that situation when you're 40 or 50. So start taking precautions from now okay do your back exercises and fix your posture good so that brings us to rule number two which is treat yourself to exercise it helps you okay so don't do exercise because i'm telling you to do it no do it because you understand the benefit of doing it. It's more likely that you will do something long-term if you enjoy doing it. So if you do exercise because I tell you, well, that is step one. However, if you keep on doing exercise because you start loving it, because you love and respect yourself, then it's not a chore. That is something that I aim to achieve in my coaching, where whenever I coach someone, my aim is that at the end of the day, they actually enjoy and start loving and appreciating the beauty of exercise. We are conscious beings, okay? So we know, we feel what's going on around us. 
So if you have to look at yourself and be honest with yourself, we all have some type of weakness. Exercise can help you strengthen your weaknesses. Now, obviously in this case, we are talking about the physical aspect. However, if you use exercise to strengthen your weakness, then you are already making your weakness better. Sounds obvious, right? Sounds like something Mr. Captain Obvious would say. However, you need to focus on what you need the most and enjoy the process, okay? So let's take it from a physical point of view. Let's say you enjoy doing squats and you're good at it. Doing squats is going to make you better at squats. Fair enough. However, if you hate doing the bench press, for example, like I do, and uh, you avoid it, it's going to be your Achilles heel, no pun intended. So you need to focus on what your weakness is. And the minute you realize that is the minute you accept a challenge. So this is the way I look at it, guys. Turn your weakness into a challenge. Say, okay, this is my weakness. I'm talking about exercise. So let's say the bench press is my weakness. How can I turn that into a challenge? Okay, I'm going to focus on it more. And the same thing with your life. If you have something going on in your life, and you deem it's your weakness, let's say you are shy to record a video or you are shy to actually speak to people or to a, to a microphone, work on it. Make baby steps every day. From personal experience, as I said, physically, so speaking in gym terminology, pressing movements when it comes to pushing, it's my weakness and I know it. So my new program, my personal new program is focused mostly on the pushing. And something that I've learned is you need to love the grind. You need to flip and love it. You need, you need, you need to enjoy it. You're like, once you start watching and analyzing yourself and you're like, yes, I see improvement. That is what starts to motivate you. So this is what, this is something that I Yes, this is something that I posted recently on Instagram. Action first, results second, motivation third, and not the other way around. First, you need to fucking do the action. And after that, it will lead to results. And after results, more motivation will lead to more action. Okay, so as you can see, we're back to a circle. Also, I, I have to mention this because it's, it's becoming quite frequent. Instagram, as much as it is a really good platform, I have nothing against it. I I actually use it for my own marketing, for my own business. So, so I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against the platform. However, I condone the misuse of it. And what do I mean by that? People, for example, recently I had a call with a guy who showed me a picture of another guy. And he's like, Kurt, this is my physique goal. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, uh, then I had to go through the explanation. I want, I don't, I don't want to go through it right now because it's, it's a long story. We can have another episode for another time. But my main point is this, prioritize yourself, detach from all that is going on around you. Give yourself some time and go and do some flipping exercise. Go for a walk, do something simple. Just get your ass off the couch and move. Your actions matter. So what you do to yourself is what you do with others. Also, encourage others to join you when doing exercise. Live a healthy lifestyle together. I think that, that is very, 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 very important. So 
That is rule number two, which is treat yourself to exercise. It helps you. Guys, as you can see, today is going to be a long episode. So if you stuck up to this point, thank you very much. I appreciate. Again, if you are new, check out my Instagram, Kurt Shibi, K-U-R-T-X-I-B-I. I post daily stories and uh, all information updates. You can find it over there. So let's continue with rule number three. Rule number three, make friends with people who work out and push you. <laughs> no, this was, uh, this was my favorite one when I was doing it. And uh, you will know why shortly. I believe that you are the average of the five people you hang out with. So if you hang out with idiots, you're going to become one. If you hang out with lazy couch potatoes, well, you're going to become a nice lazy couch potato. Why? Because people have the so-called crab mentality. Now, if you are aware of it, then you're going to understand it even faster. If you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and the crab tries to crawl out of the bucket, the other crabs make sure to pull it down. So crabs have this instinct, have this biological instinct where a crab pulls each other down when one tries to escape. So in simple terms, if I cannot have it, then you cannot have it either. And even though people maybe don't want to do it consciously, they will do it subconsciously. So I believe in hanging out with lions and the next thing you know, you're one of them. Okay, so hang out with the people that will help you achieve what you want to do. And this is the same thing for your training. Now, if you want to improve your training, whatever it may be, work out with people who are better than you, not with people who are secretly jealous. You'll be surprised. People who don't push you, they're not the right people to be around. So don't be, um, I did a recent episode about this. Don't be intimidated by people who are better than you. Actually, what you should do, at least this is what I do, I just shut the fuck up and listen. Whenever they are talking, especially people who are stronger than me, who are faster than me, and who can do things that I want to do, I just shut up and listen. It doesn't mean I, I listen to everything. I mean, it doesn't mean that I do whatever they say. I do listen to everything, but I don't do whatever they say. So mimic, do what they do, and not just in a gym. It's It applies to all sports, whether you are running a marathon, or whether you are fighting, MMA, if they are in a place where you want to be, then you can always learn. There is always lessons to be learned. Allow me to share my personal experience, actually. I, uh, I saw the biggest improvement in my physique and strength when I started hanging out with people who are way, way stronger than me. I just shut up and listen. I know it's hard to believe, coming from somebody who can talk endlessly without stopping, but that's the case. So these people help me. They teach me proper techniques, their methods of training. Do I have to abide to what they say? No, but at least I have more options to choose from. So when you are choosing workout partners, choose them wisely. Choose the person who pushes you to do that extra rep run that extra mile, lift that extra five kilos. 
These people do exist. You just need to be wise enough to look for in the right places. And another point before I move on to rule number four is if you are the strongest guy in the gym, then change your gym. Make sure you are surrounded by people who are stronger and who are better than you, who are physically stronger, they run faster, they jump higher, then they dance lighter, whatever. If you want to make improvements in your physique, in your life, make sure you are surrounded with people that are better than you. That is my life philosophy, one of my life philosophies, dare I say, and it has helped me a lot. And I do encourage everyone to... to I'm not going to say to do it, but think about it. Think about it and see whether it applies to you. Rule number four, compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to someone else. This is going to hit home, actually. Again, ideal physiques, they are everywhere. Social media, Hollywood physiques. But unfortunately... All that glitters, as you know, is not gold, is not necessarily gold. So whatever we see, and it's shining, we probably see one-fourth or less of the greater whole picture. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's something that, for example, I personally experienced. And uh, the first time I walked into a gym and I started making friends with people, in the gym, the first question I heard was, yo, bro, how big is your bench, bro? Mine is, input whatever number your ego tells you to put, or how fast was your last marathon? I did it in blank. I've heard these even as a kid, and the reason is that my mom's a marathon runner, and uh, even though she still runs marathons up till this day, you still hear it nowadays. It's like, bro, how big is your bench? It's like numbers flipping define you. No, they don't. It shouldn't be that way. The thing is that numbers shouldn't define who you are and neither should other people. So you're going to feel terrible comparing yourself to others, especially those who are quote unquote, as I said in my third rule, those who are better than you, those who are stronger, those who are faster, those who are lighter than you. What's going to happen? All of this is going to lead to a downward spiral. You're going to get bitter, you're going to get resentful, and you're going to hate the process. And this, that is not what you want. The minute you start comparing yourself to others, first of all, you're not going to compare yourself to someone who is worse, quote-unquote, than you. You're going to compare yourself to someone who is better than you. And if you do that all the time, it's going to become tiring, okay? I know I told you surround yourself with people who are better, but you have to have this, the correct mindset to do that. It's not something that, it's not comparing, it's surrounding yourself. It's different. So if you're going to compare your numbers to the Instagram dude's number, then uh, probably things are not going to work well for you. So don't even compare your physique to that of others. You, you don't know the whole picture. Just look at yourself, get a logbook, write down the notes, your goals, where you currently are, and let's say you want to run faster, have a bigger bench press, whatever. Write down the progress. Every single day, every single week, you push a bit more. Personally, I like to write it down manually. This, I don't know whether I'm too old for this or whether I'm old school, but this gives me 
personal satisfaction. It feels flipping good. I don't know. I miss writing sometimes. So look at you yesterday and not the random guy at the gym. It's very important to compare apples to apples. I'm saying guy, whatever, dude, girl, whatever floats your boat. It's, it's important that you compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to who someone else is today. That is very important. Let me repeat it because I want you to absorb it. Compare you to who you were yesterday and not to who someone else is today. Very, 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 very important. Um, when it comes to exercise, you need to baby step yourself to better health. All minor improvements are improvements. No matter how small the improvement is, it is always an improvement. And uh, this is something that I heard on uh, Peterson's podcast. And he said, I am not perfect, but I am slightly less terrible than I was yesterday. And that's, it's actually, it's quite good. It's quite good. It's a bit of a, you know, realistic negative way of looking at things, but it's quite good. So every little step you take, every little improvement you make is an improvement. So appreciate it and keep on going. Rule number five, don't let others dictate what you should or shouldn't do. It might make you dislike yourself. This is, um, <laughs> when I was writing this down, I, uh, I thought of my best friend, actually of my best friend, big shout out to Liam. Um, he's not just my friend, he's, he's, um, he's a brother to me. He's, uh, he's a mentor. And one of the first things he told me was, don't tell me what to do. It stuck to me. And it stuck to me up till this day, because actually we have a shirt printed with that, like, don't tell me what to do. When we wear it, we look like just two flipping fa fangers, you know, it's like, ah, we have the same shirt, we're so cute. But in reality, this rule, rule number five, don't let others dictate what to do, is more of a life lesson rather than a gym lesson. Well, actually both. However, letting other people dictate what you should exercise is not good. Just because CrossFit is cool, should you do it? I don't know. Just because MMA is cool, should you follow the trend? Should you be brainwashed by what there is everywhere? Not necessarily. Same thing, just because some random person at the gym told you not to do what you're doing, should you listen to him? Just because some idiot pokes fun at you because you're on a treadmill and you're doing cardio and you're overweight, what? Are you going to stop? Hell no. Hell no. It's not, it's not the way things work. And uh, I've had people contact me on Instagram. For example, I can remember of this particular case where this person, I'm not going to say her name, she was concerned about people judging her. And I told her, like, why should they judge you? Why should you care and let others dictate what you're doing? By letting others' thoughts into you, they're affecting your life. And the, the reality is that probably they don't care. So what's good for you doesn't necessarily mean it's good for others and vice versa. Think, ask, and learn. And as always, whatever I say is just a recommendation. You don't need to do it, but think about it. Uh, when it comes to exercise, I always recommend, this is one of the first questions I ask when I have the call with a prospective client. What exercise makes you happy? I don't want to give clients exercises that don't make them happy. 
what exercise makes you happy what is that motion that movement that you can stick to the longest i don't want short-term results i want you to finish my coaching program and do it for life that's all i care about if you do as other people tell you you might end up hating what you're doing you feel bad you end up feeling hopeless and you're just gonna windle down a spiral leading to all negative outcomes and self-sabotage and uh, i can't stress this enough a ship sinks because of the water that gets into it it's not the water outside so don't let the negative things of people get to you because you're just gonna drown with that said let's move on to rule number six make sure you have a plan (laughs) now (laughs) i'm laughing because Every time I walk into a commercial gym, actually in real life, every single gym, I uh, I observe, I look at people, I look at the way they're training. I don't judge. Well, sometimes I do. But I look at people and observe and I'm like, oh, okay. He's passionate about what he's doing. She knows what she's doing. But you always see those people who are randomly deciding on the spot what they what they what they need to do and you notice it and it's so obvious in the way they perform the exercise and in the way they actually walk and act so randomly deciding on the spot what you need to do unfortunately it's not going to get you anywhere you're going to base your decisions on your emotions and in this case it's not good at least in the context of exercise just put emotions in a bottle for a couple of minutes until you finish letting emotions dictate what you do when it comes to exercise as i said it's not it's not the best idea so make sure you have a plan and a good one a good solid plan you get from consulting someone who is experienced and who is where you want to be so find that person that you admire find that person that you listen to find that person that you respect and uh, get a plan get a plan it's an investment at the end of the day and the plan helps you progress it gives you a vision a plan helps you plan as cliche as that sounds it's the case plans will help you reach your goal so just like you don't want to walk blindly treat yourself with respect and find the direction even with something as simple as exercise not in life in general in everything in everything that you do have a goal have an aim it will help you get there faster better and in a smarter way if you've made it so far in this episode we're halfway there thank you very much for the support thank you for listening i appreciate and hopefully you enjoyed it up till now we're not finished we have another six rules to go by i told you it's gonna be a long one but i spent a lot of time preparing this and i want to share all the value i can with you guys because i appreciate all the effort and feedback that you give me so without further ado let's move on to rule number seven rule number seven pursue long-term goals over short-term gratification now this one this one i actually post a lot on instagram and all the social media platforms i can't say this enough I rant on about it endlessly and uh, if you had to look at Instagram the first five letters of Instagram is insta which is instant 
So there you go. I did the maths. It's amazing. And uh, it's it's there is something in our modern day society that we want things yesterday. We want to become millionaires overnight everywhere. Everywhere there is fake millionaire bullshit gurus telling you to do these five simple steps to get a million dollars, $80,000 in a month, 80,000 euros in a month. Yes, of course. And unfortunately, in the fitness industry, it's no different. There are five ways to reach your dream physique. Do these five magical exercises and you are assured that you're going to get your dream body. Take this special fat loss tea. Take this pill to burn fat and whatnot. And yada, yada, I can rant on forever. And this podcast will be three hours long. So why is this so popular? The reason is this. Because me telling you to go for a walk and eat less, it's not going to sell. It's unattractive. It's not sexy. You know, there's no appeal. There's no sex appeal in it. But hey, if I had to tell you buy the specialty and watch Netflix and you will lose weight, sounds better, right? And that's why. So that is why we are surrounded with these fad diets and fad exercises. In fact, a couple of days ago, I called out a fitness influencer on her social media account and she was selling this bullshit app cream for fat loss and do this radiation, whatever, which is fucking bullshit. And she just blocked me. So that's it. They value money over integrity. And that's the reality of this world, unfortunately. So this also applies to anabolics and steroids. But realistically and honestly, I don't want to get into it because it's a whole new topic. And uh, by the time I actually finish this episode, probably humanity would have conquered Mars. So that's a topic for another time. Um, Unfortunately, when it comes to integrity, it's very hard to find nowadays. It's uh, what I preach is aim for long-term goals. Aim to do something little every day. So one hour of walking every day equals 30 hours of walking every month, which is equal to 365 hours of walking every year. If you think long-term, if you think in a big picture, things are going to accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. That was funny and you're going to see results. Rule number eight, tell the truth to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Are you currently in good shape? If your answer is yes, then keep on doing what you're doing, but try to push harder. Are you currently in a bad shape? If your answer is yes, then don't lie to yourself and don't say that you don't need to do anything. My point is, make a realistic self-assessment. Don't rationalize what you want to hear. Lying to yourself is only going to make you weaker. Lying to yourself is is only going to make you worse. If I had to look at this from a lifting perspective, the more you get into lifting, by lifting I don't mean powerlifting, you can be anything. Okay, let's say running, lifting, whatever. Ego is going to play a big role. So um, if I had to talk about lifting specifically, ego lifting, ask yourself, are you ego lifting? Are you in a risk of getting injured? Don't lie to yourself and say that what you're doing is right 
when you know deep down that it's not the case. And this also applies to, uh, to when you're pushing yourself or when you are not pushing yourself. Are you pushing yourself enough? Are you pushing yourself too much? Answer these questions. Be honest with yourself because that's the only way you can move forward. Don't backwards rationalize into not doing exercise or saying the truth just because you don't feel like it. Fuck that. Fuck that. You have to be realistic with yourself. Don't lie to yourself if you respect yourself enough. And again, this does not only apply to exercise, but it also applies to your life in general. Are you happy where you currently are? Yes, no, that's up to you to answer. Rule number nine. This was a tough one to write. Assume that the person you are listening to can give you good advice. As I said, this is a this is a tough pill to swallow, especially when you have a bit of an ego. And uh, I do believe that everybody has a bit of an ego, including myself, including myself. In fact, in uh, rule number three, I said, surround yourself with people who will help you and who will push you. This rule, rule number nine, follows this. If you surround yourself with people who are stronger and better than you, whether it's in an exercise context, whether it's in a life context, then assume that when they talk, you might learn something from them. And that is why I emphasize surrounding yourself with people who are quote-unquote better. Quote-unquote. Again, better is a subjective definition. You don't necessarily have to agree with them, but you can always learn something. From, For example, my personal example, I'm going to get an example from uh, from the gym. I train in a gym full of strongmen, powerlifters, bodybuilders who are deep, deep, deep down the rabbit hole when it comes to sports, including the dark side of sports and uh, training. So I'm talking about hormones and these things. Now, does it mean that whatever they say is evil? Does it mean that whatever they say is bad? No, probably. And actually, what they suggest helps. So my rule is this, listen always and take what you will. Listen to the people who can help you. Listen to these guys and then analyze and ask yourself, does it make sense? In fact, two days ago, I posted a a post on Instagram. Ask yourself, ask, ask questions. Yes, no, don't be afraid to ask questions. Always listen to what these people have to say and always assume that they know something that you don't. And that, I think, is a mindset that will help you both in your physical exercise life and both in your personal life when it comes to jobs, success, business, and whatnot. I think it's a very, I think it's a very healthy mindset to have. And to be honest with you guys, I haven't got this mindset until a couple of years ago. And uh, it's it truly changed me. It truly changed the way I see things and it truly changed the way I behave. And I can see it in everyday life. So this is also one of my top rules when it comes to exercise and life in general. Yes, and before I move on to my next uh, point, to rule number 10, this is something that I want to say about rule number nine. It's It's important that you make sure that you go into a conversation And when you come out of it, you come out of it wiser than when you went in. It's something that my my mentor told me, and uh, it's quite 
it's quite helpful it's quite helpful so think about it guys make sure that you go into a conversation whatever the conversation is about and come out wiser than you went in so good we're on rule number 10 yes this is a strictly well okay let's not be strictly exercise oriented rule number 10 be precise in your form now to all you gym goers to all you people who are passionate and crazy enough to listen to my voice for an hour i want to ask you this actually how often do you walk into a gym and see people doing everything and nothing at the same time it's like they're doing an exercise a deadlift that looks like a mixture between a squat and the bicep curl and even running for those people who like to jog for those people who love running people who who run literally like an an uncoordinated orangutan it's it's very common it's very common to see these things it's good that they're doing exercise but the aim is not just to do exercise it's to do the exercise right to do it correct bad habits are hard to unlearn they are really hard to get rid of if you learn how to do an exercise incorrectly then well you're probably going to keep on doing it that way until you get zapped or injure yourself to a certain degree so do the exercise correctly don't go fast go smart do it in a correct form because if you're doing the exercise incorrectly you're doing it in a bad way and probably it's even gonna be worse than doing nothing so dare i say you're gonna get injured probably so get some guidance do your research nowadays you have no excuses for not learning there's an infinite world of information out there ask for help follow people who are giving good advice and then just do it properly please be precise in your form and that brings me to rule number 11 this is funny funny and common do not bother people deadlifting and squatting now this is not just strictly to deadlifting and squatting it applies to all exercises i would say i would also add wearing headphones because if you're doing exercise if you're doing something and you're focused or you seem to be focused you don't want people to bother you and it happens to me quite often where i'm focused i have my hoodie on i have my my headphones on and people just shut don't shut the fuck up you know it's like instead of chatting to their grandma they decide to tell their life problems to the person doing squats and they flip and bother them and i've experienced that and you know talk and flirt after they're finished let them finish what they're doing first the gym is a place to work out people are working out so let them be you know i'm not saying don't talk we're humans after all we're social animals so it goes without saying but learn to read the obvious signals that people are giving you when they are interested to engage in conversation someone wearing a hoodie over his head with headphones and just focusing on what he's gonna do is uh, i'm pretty sure he's not he doesn't want to be that social and uh, or maybe someone is running and you decide to stop them to ask for directions or something ridiculous as that just chat and flirt afterwards don't don't do it don't do it in the wrong time let people do their thing and please this 
this thing, this thing hurts. This thing hurts deep. Don't ask anyone, please, to spot you or how many sets have you got left, bro, when you're in the middle of the freaking set, for fuck's sake. It's like, that's the worst thing. It's like you're doing an exercise and then a random guy comes to you and is like, bro, how many reps and sets have you got left? And you look at him and you're like, dude, just fuck off. Can't you see that I'm training? And he's like, no, man. You know, they still keep on us. So the moral of this rule is let people finish doing what they're doing. And when you read the appropriate signs of them wanting to do a conversation, it's again, it's not only in the gym, it's everywhere. But as I said, this episode is, is a connection of two parallel universes where we have exercise and life. Let them finish what they're doing and then ask. And before I conclude and finish with my last rule, if you've made it this far through the episode, thank you very much. Well done. I can't even believe you've been listening to me for all these minutes. I think it's going to be an hour-long episode or even longer. And uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is K-U-R-T-X-I-B-I, Kurtzibi. Send me a DM about what you think. Are you listening to this episode? Let me know that you actually listen. It's it's quite it's quite helpful for me. Let me know and tell me I didn't like rule three because whatever. If you agree with me, you do. If you don't, good. Just send me a message. Kurt, I don't agree with rule four. I loved rule six. Whatever. Something. It's very important. It's very important. And as I said, it will make the effort worth it. So good. Let's conclude this episode. It's been really fun talking to you guys. I really love this thing. I uh, honestly, I think this is my favorite episode to date because I combined two things that I love, which are psychology and fitness, which I'm passionate about. So sounds like heaven to me. So let's go. Last rule. Rule number 12. And if you have a pen and paper, please write this down because it is one of the most underrated rules. Pat yourself on the back. Look at how far you've come. As humans, we have the proclivity of not looking back and seeing how far we've come. So every once in a while, it's healthy. It's necessary to take a step back and congratulate yourself. Pat yourself on the back. Whether you lost 10 kilos whether you put on 10 kilos on your lifts, in your squat, on your deadlift, whether you are running that extra mile faster, whether you are jumping higher, celebrate the small victories. I think it's, it's something that I, honestly, I started doing recently. I was always a person who was like, more, 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 you know? It's like more is always better. More is more. More is not better. More is more. And when you don't stop and celebrate the small victories, it's gonna push back. If you do celebrate the small victories, then that is automatic motivation for you to keep on going. So what do I mean by small victories? Even if you've been walking daily for a month, that's already a victory over you being a couch potato and doing nothing. So appreciate your effort. 
don't settle for it. Don't settle for what you're currently doing now. Aim higher, always, but appreciate how far you've you've come. Appreciate what you've done, even if that thing is just walking on a daily basis. If over the past months, if over the past years you haven't walked, and now you've been walking for a month every single day, then that's an accomplishment. Well done. Pat yourself on the back. Go and have a lovely piece of cake. Celebrate. I've been walking an hour a day for a month. Celebrate. I'm not telling you eat the whole buffet, but celebrate. Do something that makes you happy. Celebrating small victories is uh, what normally leads to bigger victories. It's, as I said, self-encouragement. And it will only push you to keep on going. It will only push you to do more. So be proud of yourself that you made the decision to push yourself. Celebrate, congratulate yourself. And that's how you're going to go further by celebrating the small victories. So this is how I want to end the episode. I'm going to end with this. Pat yourself on the back and uh, take a minute to appreciate how far you've come. Guys, thank you very much for listening to me. Thank you very much for all your support. As I said, send me DMs, let me know what you think, give me feedback, good feedback, bad feedback. If you listen to the episode on Spotify, rate it. It's highly appreciated. Five stars is better, but you can always give your honest opinion. On Apple Podcasts, very, very important. The rating helps with the algorithm. So if you rate the episode five star, it's going to help. It's going to expose the podcast to, to more people and more people can learn and benefit from the knowledge. Any suggestions for topics, guys, please let me know. As I said, I'm open to all opinions. Once again, Thank you very much for sticking along for this long journey. These are my 12 rules for exercise inspired by my internet dad, Dr. Jordan Peterson, with an exercise modification to them. Guys, thank you very much. Eternally grateful if you've listened up to this point. I appreciate you. Thanks once again. And until next time, stay strong, stay fit, and stay healthy.